Atomic batteries to power. Now, everything old is new again. America's entertainment pop culture talk show. It may well possess a rudimentary intelligence. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. Felt a great disturbance in the force. Hello, I'm Mr. Ray. Come on, Mark, like a dog for me. Where's the goodies? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. I'll bet you wouldn't have done anything like this if Mom and Dad were here. You... Filthy criminal. Excuse me while I whip this out. Go ahead. Make my day. Here are your hosts, Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Here's to the big dreams. To the hard work. Here's to the team. To the fans. Here's to the big shot. Uh, welcome back to Everything Old is New Again. Douglas Viviani here with our very old, uh, very own Joker himself, David Cohen. How are you? Thinking of more jokes to make. Why, why am I the uh, Joker? Well, because we've got the uh, gamester of Trixillion here himself, would be Dan Newberger. Dan is joining us. He's a fellow alumni of Everything Old is New Again, uh, the School of Broadcasting, if you will, which was Half Hollow Hills High School East, class of 80. Dan, welcome back. It's good to hear from you. Aloha, gentlemen. Gamestore Trixillion, where's that from? Anybody know, know that reference? That's our Star Trek reference, original uh, episode. Anyway, long story short. That, that would have been my second guess. <laughs> <laughs> we are embarking upon a search for the best board game of all time. We're calling it, rather than March Madness, since we're in February now, the February Foolishness. This will take two shows to do it. We have a bracket of 18 uh, games. You have a couple of games that are like, you know, sort of playing to play into the bracket of the Sweet 16. And we'll go from there, 16 down to a winner, of course. We're going to compete where one game versus the other. We'll discuss the game, and then we'll vote. The three determining votes are Dan Newberger, Douglas Viviani, and David Cohen to determine what are the best games of all time. Are you guys ready? You understand the rules? Are we ready to roll? Yes. I'm ready. I'm looking forward to this. All right. Sounds good. So let's go. So first game we've got is a play-in game. So it's Shoots and Ladders versus Candyland. So just to refresh our recollection, let's just hear a little bit about this, a little something to refresh your, you know, what game, what, what is Candyland or whatever. Let's hear it. And then we'll go from there. Ready? This is Candyland, a place you pretend to visit when you play this game. The cards show you how to follow the path through Candyland. You'll discover the gingerbread plum tree, a rainbow pass, and gumdrop mountain. But be careful of the cherry pitfalls, and don't get stuck in molasses swamp. You don't have to know how to read or count to have loads of fun in Candyland. Uh, so these, this is the playing game. These are the, these are like rated like you know the 18th. And- 17th out of uh, the top 18. So the question is, I'll go to Dan first. Shoots and Ladders versus Candyland, which should move on to the next round, which will be up against the, you know, the 16, the Sweet 16. Which should join it and why? Well, yeah, so I'm not a fan of either of these games. Um, I would, if I had to choose one or two of these games, I would choose Candyland, but only because it has candy in the title. Shoots and Ladders to me is a stupid game because it's just too arbitrary. <laughs> and I don't like that. You know, I, I, I prefer games with some strategy to them. So I go with Candyland. All right. So one vote for Candyland. David Cohen. Maybe I was playing Candyland all wrong, but I didn't realize there was strategy involved in that. But I, <laughs> I would also say Candyland 
only because I don't ever remember playing shoots and ladders. And I'll take Dan's word on that. And I'll join with Candyland as well. And the only reason uh, being is that, I mean, they're both like, just it, it's just a spin of the dice. Basically, both of those games are whichever you, what, you get the better roll of the dice you win, unless you land on something that sets you back for a minute. So, so now we're in now. Bracket one, we're calling it. We can just think about this when you talk about, you know, March Madness kind of, you know, the bracket of the Sweet 16. We've got four games in bracket number one. Candyland is playing chess and risk against Yahtzee to prepare yourself. So let's think about Candyland against chess. That's like the southeastern bracket, right? Right. Yeah. (laughs) So we know chess. We don't need a clip or anything. We just heard Candyland. Dan Newberger, we could maybe we'll shake it up. Dave, yes, David, Land. <laughs> David that's just not fair. That, 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 you know, that's like East Mongolian State playing Duke in the first round. <laughs> <laughs> so I assume your vote, uh, David Cohen, is for chess. Chess is is the underdog going to win this one, Dan? Oh, no question. I, I being the third grade, third place champion of chess. I have to go with chess. It's a much more. Uh, it's it's a game that's based on strategy. Gotta love it. I, I agree with you. So chess has moved on. Chess is now in the elite eight. Now the real question is this might be difficult. This is going to be interesting. Risk is the first game up against Yahtzee. Let's refresh our recollection. The legendary game of strategic conquest lets you bring home the battle. Risk. How about that for a commercial, huh? That's not so bad. That's hopped up. Here we go. Yahtzee. Yahtzee, triple Yahtzee, and word Yahtzee from Milton Bradley. All right, now, you, there couldn't be more opposite commercials and feels for games of Risk versus Yahtzee. Now, Risk is a board game, but there's some cards, I believe, involved in that in some way, and they all have that kind of stuff. Uh, Dan, what is your, what are your thoughts on either of those two games before you give us your vote? Well, I like both games because both games do involve strategy, so... I actually enjoy both games, but I, but I'm not going to give you my answer yet, but I will tell you that there is a clear winner in this one for me. And I'll, at the appropriate time, I will explain why. David Cohen, your thoughts, initial thoughts on the, the matchup before they play the game. Well, it's like the last one. I've never played risk. So I'm going to have to default to the other one. Well, have you Yahtzee, played Yahtzee? Also I have a question. Yahtzee, does it have, is that the game that had the dice in a bubble and you press the bubble down? Oh, no question. It's Yahtzee for me then. For the the aesthetic purpose, I the aesthetic, right? right. <laughs> uh, Yahtzee is a game to me that the whole family can play or whoever's playing in a limited amount of time and right. have some fun. Yeah. Risk to me is a game that if you're prepared to play for a long time, it is more fun than Yahtzee. I'm going to say there's more strategy. It's cool to kind of conquer the world, but. But in this day and age, hate to bring it in, but, you know, you could play similar games, video games and end your career or continue it for a long time and have no problem. But to have friends over or family, whatever, to play risk for that period of time that it takes to maybe even get close to completing the game is a is a kind of an albatross around the neck of a good game. Dan? Yeah, I'm with you on that. I mean, if you have a couple of weeks to kill, 
and uh, <laughs> and are willing to live with the fact that after that amount of time you still may not have an actual winner to the game then risk would be a good contender but i like a game that has a clear winner at the end of it and it doesn't take you know you don't have to measure it in days and weeks so to me i i definitely am in agreement with uh, with both of you guys i would go with yahtzee all right so that then leaves us with in the elite eight and we've got to decide now in the next two minutes chess versus yahtzee to get into the final four which will be next week what do you think of that yeah that that's becoming a tougher choice now um i would that's a hard one I, i'm gonna i'm gonna go with yahtzee i don't have a great reason why other than the fact that you don't have to worry about losing a bunch of pieces uh, you know in yahtzee um so i think it's just an easier game to play i mean both of them are basically one-on-one games they both involve strategy um, but I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Yahtzee. Well, that's a surprise. That's an underdog vote, David Cohen. Yeah, to me, chess is you know you got to be smart to play chess, and I'm not smart. So you know Yahtzee, I have a much better chance of winning, and for that reason alone, I'm going with Yahtzee too. Wow, I'm in the minority. I'm choosing chess. Chess, I thought would go down to the final four. To me, that's a huge upset. But there it is. It's um, we, those are the. But seriously, rules. Doug, it's like it's not if you're not good at chess or you're not or you're playing someone who's clearly better at the game than you are. It's not fun at all. True, but in the long run, if and it's a huge if, if you're going to undertake from to, experience, obviously, <laughs> if you're going to take an undertake. Anyone. No, but if you're going to undertake to learn the game, that's the that's a different element than just saying Plus you oh, have to learn the game, once. right? That's a, that's a huge hurdle to playing, right? I agree. We I agree. Even talk but, about that. But even when you are uh, playing against someone that's better than you, you can learn from them. But I agree with yeah. you. The learning you curve, really? yeah. you can, the, we played it in, in, in law school and over time I became a great player and I okay. haven't played it for 20 years or something. And now I'm terrible again, but because uh, you lose the strategies, but it, once you dive into it, it's very cool because you've got to start learning to think moves and moves and moves ahead and right. have a plan of where you're going. Yahtzee's a roll of the dice, and you know it's not that it is some strategy, but I get what you're saying, and I understand why you're voting that way. But um, but I'm still going to stay with chess. What can I tell you? We're gonna. <laughs> so what but, happens? So two to one. Yahtzee one wins. Is, Yahtzee, Yahtzee is wins. in. Yahtzee's right. in the final four. How do you like that? Cinderella team. We already got one. <laughs> All right. So we're going to come back. Uh, we're going to have Trivial Pursuit versus Clue Operation versus Connect Four to find out the best board game of all time right here in the gold. You're listening to Everything Old is New Again, America's entertainment pop culture talk show with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Would my esteemed colleague kindly repeat the question? Gladly, Senator. What time does Wee Willie Winky run through the town? Trivial Pursuit. It's more than a game. It's a national obsession. It's here. Big Bird! It's there. It's everywhere. And the fun keeps coming. Trivial Pursuit. Because every American is entitled to life, liberty, and the pursuit of trivia. From South Show and Writer. Welcome back to Everything Everything Old is New Again. We're talking all things board games. This is the February foolishness. We are in the Sweet 16 trying to figure out who will be in the Final Four that we'll continue with next week to determine 
the best board game of all time. We are joined by, of course, David Cohen and Dan Newberger, who is uh, the toy and board game aficionado extraordinaire, joins us again. Dan, welcome back. Hello, sunshine. You're making a lot of notes there. You're very involved, very concerned. He's, I, he's got his game, <laughs> his his board game face. He huh? really does. He's cracking his knuckles. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's looking tense, man. I, 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 it's just I, a show, dude. I, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. He loves this. He, well, we've had a big, in my world, upset in the first round where Yahtzee defeated Chess. So Yahtzee's in the final four. Now let's determine... Who is in the next bracket? We're going to call this bracket number two. What would this be? The southwestern bracket, maybe, if you're talking March Madness? All right, so here we go. So the first thing is that we've got Trivial Pursuit up against Clue. Let's listen to the Clue a little something. Catch us up on Clue. We'll be right back. A detective has to be observant, cautious, and cool. (laughs) When you play Clue, you have to figure out who did it. There are suspects, weapons, and scenes for a crime. Mr. Green did it in the study with a knife. Uh Uh-uh. I got a Clue card. I know. It was Miss Scarlet in the conservatory with a candlestick. Wow! Elementary my dear Betsy. Clue from Parker Brothers. There we go. A little bit about Clue there. By the way, there was a movie. Did anybody watch the movie Clue back in the day? Mm, yes, I know. Yes. Didn't like I it. Did, I did not watch that. <laughs> I thought yeah. it was actually pretty good. It was a movie that had different endings depending upon which version you saw in the theater. Which Correct. Was quite clever. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was decent. Uh, I'm. I'm going to go first here, just for kicks. I am not a fan of Clue. I think it's too simple and maniacal and... and maniacal? Yeah, it's maniacal. maniacal. What does maniacal mean? <laughs> what is that? How, how does that apply to Clue? It's just uh, in that I, I can't... I'll, go, I'll be honest with you. I can't figure out how to play it. That's why. <laughs> I cannot figure out how to play it. So I can play chess. <laughs> yeah, but I can play chess. Yeah, I, can, I tried Clue many times with the kids, and I cannot get through these rules. Maybe you can explain it to me down the line. Trivial Pursuit, on the other hand, I love, but I say that with an E-D at the end, loved. That was huge in the 90s. Haven't played it in a long time. I presume they have updated cards and updated trivia or not. No, does anybody know this? Or are we still looking oh, no. at the cards from the 90s? Well, Trivial Pursuit is another one of those games that has multiple themed versions, like Disney version is one that you and your family might enjoy, Doug. Um, So I I would venture a guess to say that they've got some updated versions and themes in Trivial Pursuit. Now, here's the other thing. If I were to get involved with Trivial Pursuit, I'd have to, and I should do this anyway, I think I need to start taking some Ginkgo Bolova. Because I used to be great at trivia, and now at the age that I'm at now, there are times when I can't think of a word once in a while, you know? So uh, I don't know that I'd be good at it, and boy, would that be frustrating. I don't know. You tell me. Dan, what's what's your thoughts on these two? Well, I like Clue because it requires logical, deductive thinking. But having said that, I am also a purveyor of insignificant factoids, <laughs> so <laughs> Trivial Pursuit to me is a much more interesting and fun game, so I'll, I'm going to go with Trivial Pursuit. Nice. I, I will, too. David Cohen, let's hear your two cents. Well, it doesn't matter, right? It wins. That's true. We shouldn't have revealed, but that's okay. What, where, what are your thoughts? Um, just remind me, Trivial Pursuit, I haven't played in a long time. Is there a board involved? Sure it oh, is. Yeah. 
you get a little you get your your game piece is like a round circle and you have to put the pie pieces in for the different categories of but questions. it's really is it just tracking like who has more correct answers essentially no you have to move around the board and uh land on spaces where you get a different uh, category than the ones that you've already correctly okay. answered got it all right um I would say, you know, if I were to vote, I would say Clue, just because it's more multi-dimensional than, than Trivial Pursuit. Trivial Pursuit is just answering trivia questions, and, you know, I don't necessarily think it needs to be a board game. So anyway, but I'm outvoted. It doesn't matter. All right, so there we go. So we'll we'll learn from that and save our votes till the end, of course, so that we all vote at once, I guess. I'll, I'll vote last, well, I, I guess. I think it's okay. I mean, I yeah. you know, I think it's all right. As long as, you you know, you're not, it doesn't take the wind out of your sails to at least give us no. your two cents. You know what I mean? I, I always want to Absolutely hear what you have not. to say. So, all right. So Trivial Pursuit over Clue, number one. Now, Operation against Connect Four, very different games uh, from what we just spoke about. Let's hear a little something on Operation. It's Operation, Milton Bradley's goofy game for dopey dockers. Here's your patient. You take a card. Remove funny bones. Careful if you touch the sides. You blew it, Charlie. Next. Take out Ranch Danko. A winner. Get Operation. It's electric. It's great. Oh, I remember that commercial as a kid. I hated that kid when she kept saying, ha, ha, ha. I pictured my sister doing that to me with uh, playing Operation. Uh, a little something there on Operation. Let's just catch up to Connect Four. A couple seconds here. See what that's all about. Go for it, Red. Go for it, Black. Go for Get it. Get off my back. Connect Four. Got three in a row. Go for one more. Go for it. Too late, Joe. Connect for the fun of Connect Four. Four in a row wins. All right, there we go. So we've got the substance of both of these games. David Cohen, since you went last last round, how about you present your thoughts on the matchup of Operation versus Connect Four? And who? don't tell us who winner yet. Don't. Don't. Tell us. Yes. Okay. So I'm just supposed to give my views on both games? Yeah, it's a radio okay. show. We actually want to talk. <laughs> Why wouldn't I just say which one I like better? All right. Anyway, um, <laughs> we'll be out of time. So, so <laughs> operations fun, right? Everyone knows the game. It's fun to play, but to me, it's fun to play like once, and then are you going to really play it again for another eighteen fifty years? Uh, so, I think for that reason alone, I, I, I would go with Connect Four. So we said not to mention what you're going to go for, but you did. So, but that's oh, okay sorry. too. That's... I, I, it's hard to do that. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, if, he, if he was, if he was to choose one, though, if I, be... theoretically, <laughs> Dan, where are you on this? Well, I, I think you know, operation is interesting, but I, I think operation would be even better if it had a larger battery and you had to stand in a pool of water so that if you <laughs> touch the side, it was more meaningfully, uh, you know, detrimental. <laughs> actually, you, you felt physical harm. In other words. Exactly. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I actually always felt that operation was too much pressure because whenever I played it with my brothers some family member in the back room would be saying, ah, oh, the boys are going to become doctors and surgeons. <laughs> and, I just, and I just hated that. So I'm, I'm with David. I, again, I always default towards games that have more strategy involved and operation just really didn't have any strategy. So I'll go with connect Four. All right. And I'm going to say about operation, a couple things. Number one, this is another one like monopoly where they're doing all kinds of versions 
of different TV shows and what have you. Yeah, I got one for a, a. How do they? What did they do? They just put a different character down there. They have. Uh, I we have one that's um, Jake and the Neverland Pirates. It's a. It's a kids cartoon but the whole thing okay. has changed the, the other part which i like that part of it that i don't like is inevitably every single time you play that game somebody rests their hand on the board while they're trying to take out the whatever it is uh, from the character and that's cheating but that inevitably ends up into an argument because the kid or whoever is doing that saying no you're allowed to do that am i wrong damn what, what do you mean what do you you can't rest <laughs> your hand on the board you have to do it freehand yeah. That's the whole point. If you, rest your hand, if, you... if you rest your hand on the board, you're very steady. You can get everything out, no problem. Oh, I see what you mean. Right? Okay. Dan? You should, be allowed, you should be allowed to put your hand on the board. Would you tell see? a surgeon? There we go. You have to, you have to, you have to hold one hand behind your back while you're doing brain <laughs> I... surgery. Like, put no. that prostate back in. You you were yeah, resting yeah. your hand on his leg, and that that doesn't count. I right, see. There it is. I'm I missed the rules. I have to go by those rules. Dan or and I would already have a fight if we were kids playing this game. So I join you in Connect Four. Connect Four versus Trivial Pursuit. We've got a few minutes here, David. Where are you on that? Because I, I was saying Connect Four one. I, right. I told you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so Connect Four is now up against to get to the final four. Trivial right. Pursuit. Which game would you prefer? Oh, I see. Connect Four, Trivial Pursuit. Oh, that's a tough one because um, I didn't go with Trivial Pursuit the last time, so my my brackets already busted. <laughs> um, I, I I'll keep going with Connect Four then because how could I how could I pick Trivial Pursuit if I no I'm going to go with Trivial Pursuit. All right, some odd logic, but I get it, Dan. Well, when David, when I thought David was going to pick Connect Four, I was all set to say Trivial Pursuit just to put the pressure on Doug to have to choose the winner of this fight. <laughs> so, so now that David changed to Trivial Pursuit, I'm going to go with Connect Four. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I will say this: I will say that I like Connect Four. But I cannot play that game for an extended period of time because sooner or later, you know, you, you got your patterns and you know who you're up against or whatever. And it's, it's just a little frustrating. Trivial Pursuit is frustrating if you can't remember the answers or what have you. But it's more social. And I love trivia, even though my mind is going. I'm going to say, drumroll, Trivial Pursuit. So now right. we've got Trivia Pursuit. Trivial Pursuit is now in the final four along with... Yahtzee. When we get back, we've got some more games to figure out. We're going to be hitting up Backgammon, Monopoly, Life, Sorry, and Trouble, and seeing which out of those games gets to the final four right here in the February Foolishness with Dan Newberg and Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. We'll be back right after this. And everything goes new again. Now, back to America's Entertainment Pop Culture Talk Show. Everything old is new again with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. All right, we're back here on Everything Old is New Again, exploring the best board game. And maybe we'll say the best classic board game of all time. Uh, we have a February foolishness continuing here. Right before the March Madness, Dan Newberger, Douglas Viviani, David Cohen. We have Final Four right now. We've got Yahtzee and Trivial Pursuit will be battling it out next week. Right now, we're going to do a play-in game and see if we can figure out uh, who's better, what game is better, Sorry or Trouble, to get into 
the uh, the Sweet 16. So Sorry versus Trouble. Let's hear a little bit about Sorry first, then we'll get into Trouble. It's the game of Sorry. First you're way ahead, then you get bumped way back. So shake a leg, and you all get home first. The game of Sorry. All right, Sorry's up against Trouble. These are the least rated uh Games trying to play in. They call it the play-in game. Let's see what trouble's all about. Pop a mattock, pops a dice, pop a six, and you move twice. Trouble, trouble, that's the name of Conan's pop-a-matic game. Move your men around the track and try to send the others back. Here comes Sally, look out, Jack. You've got trouble, you go back. Trouble's fun for dad and mother, and sister trouble her mean old brother. Trouble, trouble, that's the name of Conan's pop-a-matic game. Ah, so where are we here on this? This is an interesting choice. Dan, how about you go first? Tell us who is, uh, well, your thoughts first on Trouble versus Sorry, then we'll vote afterwards. Yeah, so I remember playing both of these board games as a child. Um, I did not remember how utterly awesome the Trouble theme song is. (laughs) (laughs) And that that is going to have an influence on my decision when we vote. But, um, you know, both games are they're okay. I mean, nothing to write home about, but they were both fun games. All right. D- David Cohn, any any comments before you make your vote on Sorry versus Trouble? No, I can't say I remember playing either one. I'm sure I did, but I don't remember them. I will say I played Trouble probably more than most of these games as a kid. I don't know why, but also that, that little dome where you would click on the dome and pop the the dice uh, was something that was a kick to me. So I am clearly going to vote for trouble to get into the uh, Sweet 16. How about you guys? Uh, David Cohen? <laughs> it doesn't sound yeah. so... All right, so trouble... Yeah, I, mean, I, I, don't, I really don't know. I have to... I have to. Right. I, I guess maybe I'll, I'll sit out this one because I don't really remember them. And Dan? Yeah, I'm not overly enthusiastic about either of these choices, but I would actually have gone with Sorry. You would have gone with Sorry. Yeah, I think I would have to because I, I probably played that game more than Trouble. But I'm okay with moving on with Trouble just because of the theme song. <laughs> All right, so Trouble it is. So we've got Trouble uh, starting re- rearing its ugly head, if you will, uh, at this point in time. And uh, and what do we do? Let's dive into Trouble then versus Backgammon. Hmm. Where are we going to go with this? Now, Backgammon is one of the, we talked about this, one of the oldest games of all time. Let's just hear a little something here about Backgammon. I feel lucky. Shall we double? Of course. Damn. Always a double six when you need it. Always. How do you do it? It's all in the rest. Uh, Why don't you take over the Major's position? Uh, Mr. Bond. James Bond. Play. Mr. Bond. You need a great deal of luck to get out of this Oh, luck. Well, then I shall use player's privilege and use your lucky dice. Double sixes. Fancy that. Ah, look at that. That would be a little something from 007 1983 Octopussy with a little discussion of backgammon using rigged dice and so forth. Anyway, long story short. What's that? Yeah. That was a great clip. Yeah, enjoyed that. I'm glad. Now, so you've got backgammon against trouble. David Cohen, where are you on this? I would have to go with backgammon because it's a fun game, and it 
the learning curve isn't very high, you know, to learn how to play. And it's a classic game and there's a lot of history behind it. So yeah, backgammon. Backgammon for him. Dave Dan Newberg. Yeah, the the longevity of that game certainly is something that you would want to take into consideration. But I want to go back to a comment, Doug, that you made earlier. You were talking about um, Ginkgo Bilboa, or I thought it was Ginkgo Balboa, which I think is, is also related to Rocky Balboa. But um, the the game of backgammon actually has been shown to boost memory and cognitive abilities. And, really? And Yeah. And so I – Given the fact that, you know, the older I get, the more I realize I probably need to work on that kind of stuff. So I'm going to go with backgammon also. I love that. Why Why do you think that that game helps you with your memory? Well, I didn't know that until I actually Googled it. Yeah, no, it's a great thought. I'm just wondering why it could be. By the so, way, Doug has already forgotten the name of the game that you're talking about. So it's backgammon. Doug. Um, so... Yeah, so what Google says, and you know, if if uh, if you believe everything that's on Google, Thomas Jefferson said that you could. So, yeah. <laughs> um, it, it says that the pre the prefrontal cortex and the hippocampus are given a workout in games, uh, memory games like like backgammon. I've played hippocampus. That's a good game. Yeah, that isn't that. It's like hungry, hungry hippo, isn't it? There like you that? go. But there's um, really no memory used in backgammon. You mean well, you have to remember? You have to remember what you rolled on the dice <laughs> yeah, as they're on the table. <laughs> Maybe it has to do with just with like concentration and training your mind to focus on what's happening now, so that you, I don't know, it helps your memory somehow. Yeah, oh, the listen. more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm thinking it's probably BS what's on Google, but that's what it okay. says. So listen, I'll, I, I give you A for effort there. I would love to see this study, whatever. And P.S. I'd love to dive into a game of backgammon. Backgammon we could do on the radio so to speak or over what would you say over uh zoom you know you just have right. two boards and right. backgammon and chess you could do i don't know about other games that would be so much fun yeah <laughs> it was your suggestion <laughs> all <I> right <laughs> not suggest that by the way monopoly versus life where are we on that? Hmm. The game Monopoly is back at McDonald's, bigger and better than ever. This year, there's over $50 million in prizes. Hey, a Coca-Cola, McDLT. Win instantly. Or collect the right game pieces and win loads of cash. Or maybe a new house. How about that? The only commercial I could find. How about that? Yeah, that was um, a little something from McDonald's even got involved with Monopoly, and I just... Uh, I don't know. It's funny. There's no real Monopoly commercials out there, or were. I mean, is it that successful a game? I don't know, but I guess we'll just compare it to life. Give me two seconds here. Let's listen to this clip, and we'll dive into the discussion. Dan, how do you like that theme compared to uh, the trouble? What was the other one you liked? I liked I liked the the trouble one better. Yeah, I have to say, but but you know, you got me thinking. You 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 made a comment that Monopoly didn't have a lot of television advertisements uh, or radio, and as I'm sitting here, I can't think of ever seeing 
an ad for Monopoly. Isn't that isn't that bizarre? I thought it was. Yeah. yeah. And it's and it's clearly one of the most popular games of all time. There's no doubt about that. Whatever we say about it, it's everyone almost in America, maybe on the planet, knows Monopoly. No. Yeah, it's got to be one of the most universally known games. But I don't remember ever seeing an ad. It's just kind of strange. All right, so let's um, let's think about that. Monopoly versus life. We're running out of time. We've got another minute and a half. We got to figure out. Who wins? Monopoly versus life. That's a difficult, difficult matchup. David Cohen, any thoughts? I used to love playing life because I always thought it was like Monopoly light, which it kind of is. But because it's Monopoly light, I'm going with Monopoly. Ah, Dan. Yeah, I mean, interestingly, both games are competing for money, which is by itself sort of a... uh, um, an uncomfortable thing i think you're teaching your kids that but i'm with david i'm gonna go with monopoly just because it's a more intricate game life to me was always boring um when i was a child playing this game i didn't have any interest in having kids of my own um so i'm gonna go with monopoly and i'm gonna say something controversial is life or i'm just thinking this because every time i played life if i did not go to college i lost is is life um promoting uh, the college life or not maybe we could pick that issue up next time but i think it's interesting it's a little bit of a skew there and, and i don't know that that's true um, yeah, so what's your answer Doug? so my answer is i join in on monopoly on that all right so we've got monopoly against backgammon coming up uh and we're going to continue this next week on everything old is new against the february foolishness join us when we come back and everything old is new again This is Everything Old is New Again, America's entertainment pop culture talk show with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Stratego. It's Stratego, Milton Bradley's terrific game of strategy for two. Fast, easy to play, and exciting. You command captains, lieutenants, and colonels. You may capture an international spy or be destroyed by a hidden bomb. Capture the enemy's flag and win the game. Uh, welcome back to Everything Old is New Again. We're in the midst of our f- February foolishness with the foolish man himself, Dan Newberger, Douglas Viviani, David Cohen. We're diving into the final four, trying to find out what's the best board game of all time. We're now in the rack bracket three, the final, to try to get into which is the final four, Backgammon or Monopoly. That's going to be a classic. That's Duke versus, uh, I don't know, North Carolina. David Cohen, any thoughts about backgammon versus Monopoly? Wow, that's really tough. Really tough. But I think solely based on a ma- how manageable the game is, I have to go with backgammon. Okay. It, it, it's not going to last for hours like Monopoly would. Okay, and it is fun. I mean, let's, we, we're talking about that. Sure. All of these games on some level are fun, but, but Backgammon is a fun game. It does have some strategy to it, some. I wouldn't say it's as fun as Monopoly. I don't, you know, because Monopoly, there's a lot going on in that game. 
but you could just never we talked about this before monopoly just never seems to really resolve itself so i'm going with with backgammon all right dan where are you on this yeah this is a hard one uh, because i really like both of these games but um you know i've complained uh, earlier about how long the game of monopoly can take and thinking back to my college days, backgammon is a game that you can actually play when you're drunk. So I'm going to go with backgammon. <laughs> <laughs> In my college days, we did play backgammon a lot for some reason. I don't know why. It's got a, it's a short, you know, short, what would you say? A half hour will be a, a game. So that's kind of fun. And that, uh, so I guess we're talking about time and that might be a reflection of our, uh, I don't know, our civilization where we are now too. But I, I agree with you. I'm going with backgammon on this one. Uh, Big and, upset, and I think Big that's upset. I do think that's an upset. But backgammon for its manageability and it's some level of fun. I do think uh, Monopoly's more fun, but boy, it takes a longer time. And it, again, if you're out, you're out. What are you doing? You're, you're going into the uh, into the attic to look 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 at somebody's house. You, I mean, you got to find something to do for hours on end when you're not playing that game. You're out of it. So uh, backgammon is in. All right. So we heard a little bit there on the now we're in the fourth bracket. Stratego against Scrabble. Now, Scrabble, we all know, right? Stratego, uh, we just heard a little commercial about. Um, do we have thoughts, Dan Newberg, about each of those games first before we dive into a vote? I love both of these games. Um, Stratego, to me, that that's a game that mixes chance with skill uh, and strategy. It's kind of like an updated version of chess in some ways, but Scrabble is just such a great game that, you know, I still play it. I actually play it online against the computer all the time. So I love both of these games. This is going to be a hard one to call. Yes. David Cohen, what are your thoughts on these two games? Yeah, I, I agree with Dan. This is a, this is a tough choice. It, it is a tough choice to me. I've played Stratego with, as a kid with more, more much more fun and excitement than Scrabble, though, like as a kid, Stratego got me going. Like, you know, you're up against somebody one-on-one. It does have that element of chess. It also has the element of, you know, how you, you're putting your, where you're putting your flag. Are you surrounded with bombs? Are you doing something else with the bombs and tricking people and all this? You got the spy and that can, you know, disarm a bomb. And I mean, it has a lot to it. Um, and it's very, I think it was a lot of fun to me, more fun than Scrabble. And just me personally, I we've played Scrabble with the family now. It does translate, and you could play, you, you could be 10 and 80 and anywhere in between and play that game and still have fun. I don't know that adults will play Stratego and have that much fun. So it is a really tough choice. I'm going to ask you two, maybe you can bail me out here uh, and, and make a vote and see what When was uh, what the last happens. time you voted first, Doug? I haven't. I, I haven't. That's why I think. I think you're you're trying to punt again. I, I am. Oh, you want me to dive in? I'm then here. going to say Stratego. All right. How about that, David Cohen? What's your vote? Wow. Um, you know, it's getting tougher and tougher. <laughs> Listen, I I really enjoy playing Scrabble, so I have to go with my heart and go with Scrabble. Oh, I think I know where we're going with this. Then, Dan. Yeah, this is like I said, this is a hard one because these two games are I would consider part of the quadfecta of board games that <laughs> have withstood the test of time. Um I am 
although I, I actually I continue to play Scrabble today. Doug, you made an interesting point that Scrabble is a game that adults can play. But, you know, when was the last time I played Stratego? I couldn't remember. It was decades ago. Um, but I'm actually going to go with Stratego as my choice here. Wow. I'm First of all, I'm very happy you did that. Secondly, I'm very surprised. Um, but holy smoke, Stratego, that's got to be an upset. Am I wrong? That's a huge upset. Yeah, I mean, Scrabble is like, you know, it's like the Duke of uh, board games. They just got knocked but off. But I like that. I really do like that. Wow. And, and Dan, what's, what's making you do that? Like, is, is it the thrill of the game a little bit more or what? What's... It, well, it, it has a really good balance of, of skill and luck. And I, I just I remember really loving to play that game. That was my like one of my go-to games as a kid. I would always play a game of Stratego against anybody. If somebody said, hey, let's play, you know, Risk, it'd be like, uh, you know, we only have five hours to play. <laughs> but, but, but Stratego is a game that you can play in a relatively short period of time. It is very much similar to chess. Um, you know, I remember you had what the, the nines were, they were like scouts or whatever they were. Right. That could take out the bombs. I'd strategically place bombs in different places where you wouldn't expect them. And, of course, if you had your, your one or your two, which were the highest ranking um, pieces on the board in the right place, you could basically wipe out the whole guy's you Until know, you hit the side. bomb. Or, or if you hit the bomb, you think you're near the flag, but if you did it right, you put like a, a two in, in surrounded by the bombs, and the minute the person gets in there, you got a two, and unless it's a one, you just re- unleashed your, you know, you saved your, one of your best pieces. for. Like, I don't know. It's just a different strategy. It's, it is, it's, I agree with you. It's a lot of fun. It's a thrill. It really is. I'll go that you know, way. thinking about it, it, it's with Scrabble too. It, it's similar to chess in that if you have a really great vocabulary, that you know you, you'll probably do better. So there, there's sort of an inherent skill level that's built into that kind of game that could put someone at a disadvantage. Where Stratego, you kind of having to to think as you go, right? There's no prior knowledge that you need coming into the game. So. Yeah, I can see that. All right. So, yeah, you know, w- w- one other thing I would just yeah. say about Scrabble is that um, I don't know about you guys, but did you ever get into a fight with people that you were playing with about whether a word was valid? Sure. You know, like, you know, using <laughs> a, a French word, patisserie. It's a word. No, it's not. It's French. I mean, or slang. Like, you know, right. you get into these right. arguments about whether a word was a valid word or not. That never happened in Stratego. So, <laughs> I agree. And uh, I have to tell you, I, I'm surprised, but pleasantly surprised. I thought that, I think that's a, a nice selection. So we have so far in the three out of the final four Yahtzee, Trivial Pursuit, Backgammon. And next week, we're going to determine, I want to rush it. So next week, we're going to determine who's the last bracket. So far, we've got Stratego. But when we come back next week, we're going to have Mousetrap against Battleship. Maybe we could do that now. Do a quick Mousetrap Battleship game, or should we wait till next week, guys? Let's do it now. All right, here we go. Mousetrap. Mousetrap. I guarantee it's the craziest trap you'll ever see. The first to capture everyone else's mouse is the winner. Just turn the crank and snap the plank and boot the marble right down the chute. Now watch it roll and hit the pole and knock the ball in the rubber up top, which fits the man into the pan. The trap is set. All right, that's Mousetrap. I cut it short a little bit and Battleship. 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 Milton Bradley's great game of strategy. It's loaded with action and suspense. Play it anytime. Anywhere. B4. Hit. J1. Ha! Miss. J10. Earl, you're so like battleship. 
Battleship, a game of strategy from Milton Bradley. But they made it to a very silly movie. Anyway, uh, we'll briefly, briefly discuss those two. Dan? This one is a no-brainer. As difficult as the last one was, this one to me is really easy. Mousetrap is a stupid game where you always lose the pieces. Battleship is a great game. I even had Electronic Battleship, if you guys remember uh, the more up- upgraded version of this game. Fantastic game. No question, Battleship. Dave? Yeah, what, what a great idea Battleship was. I mean, it's just kind of genius, you know, and it, it's such a cool game to play. So, yeah, no question, Battleship's the winner. I agree, Battleship it is, though. I love Mousetrap in theory. Maybe you got to build a wall or something around the game so when that, that metal ball, uh, usually the thing you lose, it runs under the couch. You, it, it, you got a little barrier there. But, you know, I agree with you. It's it's very difficult to keep going with the Mousetrap. So Battleship it is. So Battleship versus Stratego. Where are we going with that, guys? Real quick, Dan, which one? That's going to be a tough one. Do we save can that we for to, next can, week? Can we, we, yeah, I think we need to go to David or go to next week because I need to ponder that one. Yeah, that's going to be a tough one. That's, <laughs> let's uh, let's hold that in abeyance. We can cover that next week. Stratego against Battleship. Who's going to be in the final four? And, of course, next week the final four in the finals. We'll be back to find out who's the winner of the best board game of all time in... Everything old is new again's far February foolishness. You've been listening to Everything Old is New Again, America's pop culture entertainment talk show. Find us on the web at everythingoldisnewagain.biz. That's .biz. See you next week. Same bad time, same bad station.